Hi, I'm Nicola Elliott and this is the No BS Guide to Wellbeing. It's a place where I'm going to speak to experts in the field of wellbeing who all have a few things in common. So number one, they believe that wellbeing should be absolutely BS free. And number two, they've all been given the challenge of providing us with five of their top tips for wellbeing that we can all easily apply to our lives. Because I believe that the small steps can make a big difference. And hopefully this podcast can take the challenge out of wellbeing and can really empower you in an easy and a simple way to feel your best. So today's guest, Alicia Dixon, doesn't really need a huge amount of introduction. She is obviously a judge on Britain's Got Talent. And you'll remember she was a member of the girl band Mystique. She's also a children's author. Do you know she's published her sixth fiction book in August called Girls Rule, inspired by the election of Kamala Harris? And she is a big believer that self-care isn't selfish. Hurrah. She has now just becoming the newest, coolest wellness entrepreneur because she has launched a wellness supplement brand called Noble Blue. It launched in June and she's going to talk about her well-being journey, what got her into sort of looking after herself, her beliefs around self-care and what she does during the day to make herself feel better and of course how she came to developing this brilliant brand and how and where and why you should take the different supplements. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How is your well-being today? How are you today? Do you want the the truth? <laughs> we always want the truth. We always want the truth. No, I'm absolutely fine. But I'll be honest with you, like the last hour has been like one of those mad moments. I'm oh. actually having a bit of a hot flush because um, I realised I needed to wash my seven-year-old daughter's hair. My two-year-old decided she wanted to jump in the bath. Luckily, my mum was with me to assist. But um, literally two seconds ago, I finished hair, creamed, bathed, dressed in their pyjamas, and off they've gone. And here I am. So I'm... You've nailed it. I'm fine, but I'm just in a bit of a hot flush. <laughs> a bit of a tis <laughs> we, we, we are We are recording this at six o'clock at night, if anyone's listening to this. So everyone knows what that feels like when you're running around, especially with the two-year-olds. Mine is slightly older now, so I can just sort of yeah. bribe them and say, go in the bath, go in well, the bath. Well, it's one of those things. I thought if I, if I try and get her in the bath after I've finished work, then I'm going to be sending her to bed with wet hair and she probably won't oh. be, you know, she'll probably refuse it so I thought right here's my little window of opportunity because I literally walked in the door from work at five o'clock and I had an hour so we're rocking and rolling today but I'm smiling you you are rocking and rolling I was gonna say the juggle (laughs) is absolutely real isn't it (laughs) but you know and then I and then when somebody says to me oh would you have a third kid Um, I remember days like today when um, I'm having hot flushes and trying to fit lots of different things in I think oh my goodness imagine adding a third one into the equation oh no (laughs) Oh, no. So no from me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, it's a good intro, though, to you moving from, you know, international star into well-being guru, which I think is really what we are mainly interested in, is how how's that come about? Tell us about that kind of bridge between your crazy, busy superstar lifestyle and the wellness journey that you've been on and I suppose kind of what's really inspired you to look after yourself and and by your own admission see sort of self-care as not a selfish thing but something yeah. that is really important especially when yeah. you're you know trying to figure out timings for baths and 
how wet kids' hairs are going to be in, you know, the next hour. Exactly. Well, I think mm. from a very young age, I mean, for me, my my introduction into wellness probably came through sport and physical exercise and having a love of that when I was very young and it being very healing for me, very therapeutic, a release, an outlet, something that um, just made me come alive and feel good. And so I've always had an interesting relationship with sport. Are you still sporty? I, I am in the sense that I still work out, you know, give it if on a good week, four times a week, but on average, three times a week. Yeah. I it's really it's a really port, important part of my well-being because it mentally and physically just keeps me on an even keel and it assists in all the other things that I do in my life. For example, if I if I don't work out and I don't train, I tend to be um, a bit a bit lazy when it comes to, you know, maybe what the food I'm eating or how I'm just treating myself as a whole totally agree. if I'm not working out. And I feel like that's the first thing that I do that's almost like sets the tone for the rest of the day. Absolutely. And so do you work yeah. out in the morning? Is it always a morning thing so it can set up the day? Usually around 10 o'clock. Okay. And I've also started to introduce yoga and Pilates uh, a couple of times a week because I'm finding that I do a lot of body conditioning, weight training, things like that. And I love lifting weights and I, and I love strength training. But I find that because I live quite a fast paced life, I'm finding yoga and Pilates a little bit more calm, obviously not, you know, not as high impact. And therefore I just, re- I just, I'm enjoying them so much. And I guess, I, yeah. yeah, I do the same. I, I'm the same age as you. You're 42, aren't you? And yes. I think that, um, I also feel like I really need that sort of stretchy, bendy, part of exercise now that I didn't need so much before before I could just power the machines in the gym and Mm -hmm. now I feel if I do that I can it really can seize me up a bit so I sort of need to that's that's something that's definitely happened in the last kind of five years they're a bit of a wake-up call aren't they because I I think oh I always think I'm really fit I'm working out I'm I'm quite strong I've always been very sporty and athletic in that respect but then I do pilates and yoga and I'm like oh my goodness my hips and I can't move into certain positions and they're the areas that I think I need to work on more physically they're a little bit more challenging it's a it's a bit more um sort of refocusing on every sort of inch of your body and and how it's functioning and moving and your flexibility is so important for so so many different things yeah so I yeah but to go back to your question I just yeah in the morning works for me because as I said it it sets the tone of the day so it's it's almost like because we are creatures of habit aren't we and I find I do my workout and then automatically afterwards I'll go and make a protein shake and I'll pack that, you know, with my chia seeds and flax seeds and dates and oat milk and my protein powder. On a day that I've not worked out, I might not be as likely to do that. Um, I agree. But, so that, yeah. is the, that is the setting of the tone. No, I'm exactly the same. You start with a good yes. breakfast, you've done your workout exactly. and then that's sort of two, two good ticks down that's and then right. suddenly, yeah, you're going to have a good lunch. It's so, always, yeah. and then it, that's my reminder to take my supplements. So then I'll take my immunity supplement and my beauty supplement. And oh, stop. Then, What's the stop. immunity supplement and the beauty supplement, <laughs> please? Well, I guess. <laughs> the <same what>, <laughs> Well, I was, I mean, initially I was saying to you about how I always had this love, this love affair with working out and sport and how for me it was a great outlet and a great release and so well-being has always been something I've been interested in and for years I've wanted to start my own business and I thought that 
doing a wellness uh, brand was a no-brainer because it feels natural and authentic and it's helping other people and it feels like coming full circle back to an area that I've always been really fascinated with. And so I've gone down this road of supplements, which is what I'm starting with. And I just thought it was a really great start to, to the wellness brand, which hopefully will be an umbrella for lots of different things. But I've always taken supplements as well. And I've always said to people, you know, you have to take supplements because you're deprived of so many good things and so many things that we think we're doing are good for us that we're eating that we're consuming are still stripped of lots of the nutrients that we need and I always look at supplements like a bit of the icing on the cake you know you should Mm -hmm. already be doing like we were talking about working out eating right drinking well drinking water uh, and sleeping well but I think if you take a supplement it's just an added bonus and so yes I created these five supplements that all tick a certain box that works for a different part of your life and so after a work I should I should go back to the beginning of the day which is I always take an energy supplement in the morning about 20 minutes before I work out because it's full of vitamin b and vitamin c and iron and magnesium and beetroot which is rich in nitrates and all these amazing ingredients that just give your body well it assists your body in physical exercise and also helps with recovery and what so I you do take that before you go to the gym do you I'll take that probably 20 minutes to half an hour. Usually, I think what works really well for me with supplements is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so it's kind of like I have my breakfast, I take my energy supplement, maybe I'll take Mm -hmm. a beauty supplement. I'll do my workout, I'll have my protein shake, I'll have my lunch, and then I think, right, I'm going to take immunity and balance and then I always take focus in the afternoon because I don't know if you if you're the same as me it gets to about three four o'clock you've still got work to do or a meeting etc and you just feel like you want to grab the coffee and I really love coffee and I've started really getting into coffee but I'm trying to go for a more um, natural approach and we've actually got natural caffeine in the focus supplement as well and it's all about you know zinc and iodine and b12 vitamin b12 and all these amazing things that give you that natural alertness in your brain rather than the coffee that actually is quite short-lived and can make you quite wired which I I find and that's great because yeah yeah, I couldn't have coffee after 12 o'clock it would really affect my sleep so to have something that's got that kind of natural boost uh, around four o'clock is yeah I I really really need that what I'm trying to do is use coffee as a bit of a treat on a weekend rather than something to rely on in the week and that works quite well Someone said to me who I once worked with, and I thought this is a really good tip. She said, "Use coffee like you would a drug." And oh, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not saying you you, you, you get the concept, right? <laughs> you get the concept. What? Don't ever use it. <laughs> um, okay, rewind. <laughs> So you funny. know what I mean? Like if you really needed that thing, like an anodin. I'm, ca- I'm not meaning mean. a. I'm not you meaning a bad drug. drug. You mean like I mean ibuprofen or a paracetamol? Yes, I am. Yeah, and exactly. So, what you mean. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and actually, on the topic of them, like people, I don't really like to take paracetamol and ibuprofen. I'm one of these people. I'm like, I have to be suffering to take something. Yeah, um, I'm not one of these people that just takes it willy nilly. And every time I have a coffee, it just always crosses my mind that I could be I could be making a better choice. And that's why I was saying what I have is this Monday to Friday rule of being as as sensible as I can be within mm-hmm. reason. And then weekends is my let my hair down, do what I want, no rules apply. Balance. And then yeah, that's my balance. Do you know? Just going back to supplements because I think there's mm. a couple of things that I always feel that I should say to people if they 
if they you know don't take supplements mm. I tried to get a friend of mine he, he never took supplements in supplements the other day I said do you realize you know the average broccoli floret for example that we mm. eat now has like one tenth of the vitamins and minerals that it had in it you know 20 30 years ago right. because of the intense farming that we do yes. so we are to your point we are not getting these things in our diet so I think sometimes people think supplements is something that that, you know, you have if you are you take if you are a, like an uber evangelist well-being right. guru because right. you are taking something plus plus plus, and I always mm-hmm. say no, you I take supplements because we aren't getting that even if we eat like I do a pretty good whole food balanced diet and so I think that's a really really important fact is how th- doesn't the foods that we eat even the good foods that we eat just don't compare to what our grandparents would have ate. And in fact, when I started Neom, I used to spend a lot of time going around. This is ridiculous, actually, but with two carrots. And I would explain to people, this is an organic carrot and this is a non-organic carrot, so that I could explain to them the concept of organic farming and essentially that you know the organic carrot didn't have all have good things over and above in it was just this was the natural state and the vitamins and minerals that we would have once got that and now this is the carrot that has been depleted of all those Mm -hmm. things so I think that's Mm -hmm. a a message I would really like to get into into people's heads if they didn't already know that and and also the other thing is how not all supplements are born the same. I'm really passionate about finding supplements that are really fantastic grade ingredients in there because, God, there's some there's some trash on the market when it comes to supplements. That's it. And I have to say, my experience with supplements in the past, and I'm, I'm going to be really honest here, I'll, I'll buy it because I like the packaging. Or, oh, well. You know, you know, like just oh. that kind of not really knowing too much about what goes into it. Same with beauty products. Think, and sort of just hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I yeah. realized that since teaming up with Healthkind and they, you know, and I'm learning all the time, you know, I'm not an expert, but I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by it, but I understand the difference between, of course, like the, you know, the high quality ingredients and learning the difference, of course, between a vitamin and a supplement and trying to make our supplements as natural as possible, plant-based, um, mm-hmm. botanicals, minerals, all these things are really important. Um, and it makes it, you know, it's easier for the body to absorb it. And all of these things are really important. So I think we are living in a time now where we are becoming more transparent and people are waking up to the fact that we need to be more conscious about what we're putting into our body and that classic saying we are what we eat you yeah. know we, we really are and everything is connected you know your skin your hair your nails your mood your energy your alertness all of it down comes down to the ingredients that we put into our body and how we treat our bodies so once we make that Absolutely. connection and that awareness awakens it becomes addictive and it becomes fascinating because you think oh my goodness i can actually take back that control and yeah. that power over how i yeah. feel think and function and that's exciting to me very much so that was like a real kind of a moment for me when i you know started blending with essential oils and i thought i loved the idea of being able to kind of come back and and you know create these little tinctures that could treat me dependent on how i how i felt and friends and that, and you're right that the sort of that power that you can that you can get back over your your body and your brain to knowing about foodstuffs and and all kind of different elements of well-being actually is yes. it's actually really really it's kind of it's not just 
helpful it's like kind of necessary I mean I'm really really big with my kids on on that and and big with them on to your point you know not just buying something and putting it on the skin because you like the packaging or the scent or something I try and get them to to understand what's in those ingredients 11 and 13 it's that thing, is it? It's trying to get them to care at that age because, yeah. <laughs> you know, as we know, the older we get, the more aware we become, the more mature, the more we grow, the more we are fascinated with this kind of world. But when you're young, you just take everything for granted. You, you, you just, yeah. it's just not on your Well, radar, I hope some it? of it goes in. I That's don't what I think. That, you know, right now <laughs> exactly. they just want, yeah, they just want like the lip gloss with the, you know, the purple, you know, sure. packaging or something. And yeah. I understand it, but I do then think when I look back, those mm-hmm. things that your mum drummed into you, they That's do right. at some point, hopefully it, sort of bubble to the surface. You remember. And, yeah. And get them to ask those questions and be bothered and, you know, turn around the product and see what's in the ingredients and I just yes. find it I always think when I was young when I grew up in the 80s do you remember there was that kind of E102 scandal I don't know if you were it was like sweets there was this one ingredient that sent people crazy and they took it out of loads of packaged foods and we grew up my mum used to just give us microwave meals like every night and that was right. the thing in the early 80s that we were actually marketed as they were nutritionally superior and right. then there became the c102 scandal and i remember like seeing you know mums in supermarket turning packets over and seeing the ingredients that were on the back and mm. that for me i think was really when we started sort of thinking oh hang on a minute what's in these and we haven't Freshly. got there with beauty products yet in really it really astounds me how if I went and most of my friends are pretty educated women who, you know, are curious and and want to use the best ingredients mm. on and in their body. Yet if I asked them to turn around a beauty product and name one ingredient on the back, I reckon 99% of them couldn't name one ingredient. And that's something that I think we need to change. I think we need to know more about what's in a supplement and why it works and what's in a beauty cream and whether that's something we agree with or not. And by the way, maybe you do and maybe you don't, but just Mm. having that curiosity and... so I'm pretty passionate, as you can tell, about no, and I, drumming that into my daughter's head. No, I love that. It's so important, you know, because we're, we're, we're quite vulnerable, I think, um, people, and we're easily led. And as I said, you know, pretty packaging and marketing and advertising leads us astray in a way. Um, but I always think it's really good to just bring things back to the basics and to try and be as natural as possible and just to stay grounded and connected from that point of view and I think when you when you do that it's hard to go wrong absolutely so I know that we um you're you're a very grateful upbeat positive person like that's your that's your vibe I think you know more than anything else and you you've spoken about finding some small things to be grateful for each day and Mm. and I think that is a huge part of of well-being essentially what yes. does it mean to you? How does it make you feel? Talk to me about gratitude and how that's that's something you 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 work with. Yeah, I think obviously growing up, it was something I was taught to be grateful and thankful and um, appreciative of the things you have. And I think that probably started for me when I was very young. And and this is what I call this is a Western problem because I of course when you zoom out and look at the rest of the world, there are so many people going through so many horrific things but when I was growing up and I was a young girl and we didn't have a telephone I didn't have 
you know, I was always wearing the same clothes and we didn't have much money. Um, my mum was very clever at always making us feel like we had more than we needed because she was right. And so we were always able to to zoom out, I guess, when we were very young and understand that, no, we may not have had what all the other kids had, but we were abundantly blessed with so much. We had a roof over our head. We had love. We had food. We had so much to be grateful for. So that teaching stayed with really? me from, from a she very, a really very positive person. She's a very um, positive person, very spiritual person, very grounded person, and very much in tune with the world and what's going on around us. And, you know, I think it's so easy, and that's why I said a Western world problem, it's so easy, I think, when you're from a privileged country like ours, to for some people to forget that even in what may be one of your darkest times, you are so still blessed to be in this country. You know, we have mm. so many things to be grateful for and thankful for. And us Brits, we love to moan. I think it just comes yeah. with the territory of being a Brit. But I think, you know, True. when you look at what we have in comparison to other people, I think that's what, we're, for me, where gratitude starts. It's realising that, you know, th- things aren't all, you know, and everybody's situation is different. Everybody's story and journey is different. But I just th- feel grateful to my mom that from a young age, she, sh- she showed me the ability to look beyond anything and to realize that even if something, I don't know, is painful or hurtful or you don't have, that to show me the, what you do have and the things that you should be grateful for. So it's small details, it's small things, and it's a daily practice, and it's something that's just stayed with me. And I guess it's grown over the years um, to always just be in a mindful place where it's a thought process in the morning or at night before I go to bed. I'm not particularly great at meditation. I'd love to be doing it a lot more. I think that's some, a skill that I would like to to work on. But in my own way, I do do a form of meditation in that I, I give thanks every day for the small things, for the big things, for my health, for my family, for for, for my life. And I, I think it's just a great way to start the day with a, that think, mindfulness. Yeah, do you know what I think the interesting thing with gratitude is that I think it's quite often mistaken for just a natural mindset that you either have or you don't and actually I think the real magic in gratitude is when you you use the word practice is when Mm. you you actively look for those you seek out those things and sometimes you have to really make that promise to yourself put that time aside to do that because I think we yeah is it a British thing is it you know a busy thing is it I I, I don't know but I'm I don't naturally always just look at the bright side of things Mm -hmm. but I think if you can sort of to understand and believe in the power of gratitude and then mm. go out and search for those little things if you're having a bad day good day whatever every day is a practice yeah i think that's where it builds up in you and you can you can actually change your your neuroplasticity your can't you yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it comes in waves because when you said, you know, you see me as a sort of positive, upbeat person. And I would say majority of the time I am an optimistic, positive, joyful person. But like all human beings, I have my downtime and as in I have my moods can swing. I can feel depressed. I can feel low. I can feel in a sort of in a fog and I have to find a way to navigate my way out of that. Damn. And I think, yeah, and I think it's this wave of emotions and life, the roller coaster of life that takes us up and down and up and down. And I think it's it's a challenge 
for me at any point in my life to stay in a kind of balanced, calm state. And it's taken me a long time to get there. And as I said, I can still, you know, um, come away from that and have highs and lows. But I, for the most part, try to be as balanced as I possibly can. Um, and I just think that state of calm helps me deal with manage, managing stress a lot better. And those moments where you can feel anxious or you can feel overly stressed or irritated, um, yeah. they become smaller and they don't last as long. I think that's what's the, the good news for me is that I can get myself out of that rut a lot quicker than maybe I could, you know, five, 10, 20 years ago. So that's interesting. So you're not, thing. it's not an, it's not just a natural state for you. Cause I would see you as upbeat mm. and I would also see you as this very strong, capable, um, yeah, happy, positive, sunny, smiley person I would mm. never, which is a ridiculous thing because obviously I realise that we are all human. We <laughs> but to, but I do, but do I do you, try do to choose put that, that? foot forward. Yeah, so yeah, I, do you? Is it yeah. a choice as opposed to a, I think just a, a natural state of mind? I think it's a bit of both because I do think my right. natural disposition is to be in a joyful state doesn't mean I'm always happy and mm -hmm. the sun is always shining but I think my natural disposition is joyful but I do have to work at making that the you know what I lead with and because I yeah. understand the power of um what I put out so therefore because I've, I've tuned into that it's easier for me to stay in that space because I know that positive and good things do not come from being in a negative state. Nothing mm -hmm. productive happens for me when I'm in a negative state of mind or I'm being miserable and I feel down. I realize that those moments pass, so I try to just allow them to, 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 to move through me and quickly, but I understand the power in how I apply myself and my attitude towards something is the direct response I get back. And once I made that connection, it just made it easier to to operate from that place. Let's talk about your ways to well-being because the top sort of five things that we always ask people about in your well-being toolkit, that they presumably are your go-to practices or tips if you, well, A, if you're yes. feeling that way, but I am assuming as well, correct me if I'm wrong, that they're the things that you work on as a sort of preventative measure um, so, so you kind of keep yourself in your in your best state as well. Yeah, I guess, and I guess the first the first thing is is the working out and the exercise. Yeah. And there is no worse feeling for me than if I haven't worked out for a for a long period of time. When I say a long period of time, I probably mean a week. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, <laughs> like it would just take a week of doing no exercise, and I feel rubbish. So yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. Why why can we do that? Why can we do that thing though? Like where you know how much better you feel when you do yes. it. Yes. So like I, I didn't exercise this morning. I like had maybe two glasses of wine last night, or maybe three. I don't know. <laughs> and then I woke up and was like, "Oh, I'm not going to the gym." And I was like, "All day, like, why didn't you do that? Because know, what did you do instead? You didn't even really go back to sleep. And now you've just felt mm. about seven out of ten all day. <laughs> so it's like the most annoying thing is isn't it? And that yes, we don't absolutely. Sort of, yeah. Well, I think lockdown was a bit of a breakthrough moment for me because I've always 
uh, worked out throughout my life, but it's always been, there's never been routine to it, but lockdown forced me to have consistency. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I think they, I don't know how many times they say you have to do something before it just becomes a way of life. 30. Well, working out four times a week consistently for the entire lockdown period. That had worked. Was the, was the most consistent training I've ever done in my entire life. And now it feels like a way of life. Yeah. Rather than something I'm trying to, you know, get yeah. into. And if I do miss it a couple of days here or there, I, I, there's not, I don't beat myself up anymore because I'm like, do you know what? I've got this. I know what to do. I know how to be consistent now. I've seen the, 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 the positive effects of that. And if I miss a few days, it's cool because all of that consistent training builds fantastic muscle memory as well. Yeah, so if you are somebody that works out a lot, you can afford to have a week off and you'll be all right. It's, yeah. you know, it's people that are trying to get into that consistent sort of pattern that struggle maybe if they have a week off that then turns into two weeks and then the guilt kicks in and then the internal voice that you can't silence and yeah. you just have to be present and just do it. And the only way of overcoming anything is, and to silence that voice is to just act and do. So I feel like that's one of the biggest tips I can say to anyone is if you're thinking about it the only way to silence that annoying little voice is to actually do the work do the action and when you see the results it's game changer yeah and do you know what I have this really funny reverse psychology with exercising so I always start off by going I'm just going to do 10 minutes I don't put (laughs) (laughs) I don't go I'm going to get up and I'm going to smash this I really like I'm the least competitive person in anything apart from maybe. Oh, really? No, I am really bad. Yeah, uselessly. But if I start off by going, (laughs) I'll just do 10 minutes, then I go, oh, go on, then I'll do 15. And that's, you know, it's something. Yeah, well, it's something that people don't talk about. They always go, come on, smash it, get up. I'm going to be really fit. I'm going to do this in control. Consider if you're a little bit lazy, like me, naturally, doing it the other way. That's really smart. But just Mm. for the record, I have to say, even though I get up and do the work, I still walk up the stairs to get my gym, you know, my my gym gear on. And I still I'm like, oh, my God. And I dread (laughs) it. And I'm like, you know, reluctant, you know, reluctantly going to do it. But the, the, the good news is I will do it. But I still have that fear. I don't walk into the gym thinking, here we go. I'm going to yeah. smash this. No. I still have the same feelings of, oh, here we go. This is going to be so hard. God help me. But yeah. I just start, but I keep going. I just keep going through the motion. Yeah. yeah. And, and and also you've got to know when your like kind of lull point is an exercise. So I start fine. And then after like five minutes when I'm a bit out of breath, I think, oh no, I've got a long way to go <laughs> and I can't breathe. No, I'm giving it up. And then once I've sort of got through that at the maybe 10, 15 minutes point, then I'm in a flow. Now, if you know yeah, what your that. own flow is, then I yes. think you you don't freak out and give up after five minutes. These I are have like, to say, I should do lazy my warm-up's girls about 10 minutes. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're so Honestly, old and creaky sometimes, sometimes I do the walk because I'm so lucky I get to work out with an amazing trainer called Janet I've worked with her for years and years and years and sometimes she'll do the warm-up with me and I'll say to her we're done now because the warm-up feels like the workout session oh, I hate that honestly but her point is it's like trying to warm up an engine you know imagine yeah. a cold car sitting outside on a yeah. cold night it takes a little while for the heating to kick mm. in and then the car's flowing and we're the same you know we've just got to warm everything up we've got to go from you know to fifth gear in 10 minutes, it takes that amount of time and then you're rocking and rolling. <laughs> these, th- these are definitely these are definitely things that we have to do when we're 42. Definitely. 
And then do you have like a 15 minute cool down as well? Well, not Jeez. 15 minutes, but yeah, we do do a, um, a stretch, don't make me laugh. Honestly. <laughs> we do, I'm we creaky. do a warm down. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, oh, I know I it. Love it. <laughs> so the other thing you do, which I think is very, very commendable, is you do juicing. Yes. Now tell me about your juicing, because this is something I always give up on. Like, there's too much rubbish at the end, and I don't want to wash it up. About 10 years ago, I started juicing, and I went from, I mean, one extreme to the other. Never juiced before, and then there I was of an evening juicing things even like Brussels sprouts, right? (laughs) And I think I made a, I think oh. I made a, no, oh. I know, I know, right? But here's, here's the thing, here's the it's thing. It's extreme. The negative, the negative part was I juiced so much. And uh, by the way, <laughs> alongside the best eating, image of you, along- like, <laughs> with all these piles of like, you know, but vegetables. No, <laughs> alongside, I, I, anyone that knows me, I know I'm a slim girl, but I, I love my food and I eat lots of food. So when I say I'm juicing, I'm not solely juicing. I'm always eating as well. But anyway, I went from one extreme to the other. I was juicing everything you could think of to the point that I put myself off juicing and I went <laughs> off of it and I thought it was disgusting and I didn't juice for ages. But the positive thing was, and I'm not joking, I would look in the mirror and I think I said this in an interview once, I, the whites of my eyes were the white whitest they'd ever been my skin my nails my hair like I could actually think yeah I could see the benefits of it big time but what I did was I I did it so much and with 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 juicing that wasn't tasty I wasn't getting the right balance that I put myself off it and I left it for years until I met a man called Jason Vale yes yes Yes. he's got a book hasn't he Yes, he's yes. the juice master. And the he had juice an master retreat in Portugal. Yes, and he's incredible. Bounce, you know, full of energy, full of positivity. Really, really cool guy. And I met him, and he kindly sent me a book and a juicer. And I started following his recipes, and I got the balance of back and and got it right. And I started to fall in love with juicing again. And then I went out to his retreat for a few, I think I was pregnant at the time. I did like five days out there and I'd never felt as good as that in my entire life. Really? Oh my gosh. It was, it was life changing. And so I, I now have managed to find a way of incorporating it into my life where it doesn't feel like, oh God, I've got to drink that juice because I know the, the right ingredients to put in, how to make it tasty. And because I've seen it once again, the benefits of it and how alert and alive, it's almost like, it's basically, you know, supplement in juice form. So give me your, give me your like kick-ass juice yeah. recipe. So in the morning, if I was just going to have a juice, but not as a meal, like I would have my breakfast or whatnot, whatnot, and I'd just make a juice, it would be ginger, kale, apple, celery, cucumber. And the secret ingredient for me is pineapple because okay. pineapple makes it so sweet that it, and you've got to make it really cold, lots of ice. Make sure you use a sieve so that you've got no bits in it. Like all of these little yeah, things yeah, make yeah. a difference as to whether you're going to stick to juicing or not. And I'm, it's honestly beautiful. Sometimes I'll put raw beetroot in there. I'll mix up the greens. But the ratio of uh, sweet against, you know, like your kale and ginger, I always make sure that the sweetness 
this overpowers it so that it's really, really tasty. But if you wanted to have it as a meal, you could juice all of those things, mix and match, and then pop it in a blender and uh, blend it with avocado and banana so it's more of a smoothie and and thicker. But honestly, and ginger shots I highly recommend to people as well. If you do that with apple, just a quick ginger shot in the morning. Obviously, I use a lot of ginger. Why? Um, ginger is just fantastic. It's fantastic for your immunity, isn't it? And turmeric, all of those things. You can juice turmeric as well. Um, they're just Maybe fantastic I should do for that. your immune system. Is it, is, it, is it the juice master blender then that you use? Because my problem is all those bits and pieces as well and putting them in the dishwasher. And <laughs> Everyone says that. Everyone I'm says so that. lazy, aren't but I? But again, you know, like we were saying before about you're not lazy, you're human, right? And the thing is... <laughs> A lazy we, human. <laughs> we are all the same because I always say to people, okay, but when you make dinner... You yeah. then have to wash up all the dishes and the pots or you have to rinse them and pop them in the dishwasher. Yeah, I suppose. And I just treat it as the same process. And again, it's right, one of those I'm things this. now. I'm doing it. I'm yeah, doing this. I just I treat it the same as I do anything else. There's a process to it. It's like, you know, you have a shower, but then you've got to clean your bath. It's the same thing. It's like... It's the yeah. isness of what is, and I kind of just get on with it because I feel like what you it's said to me it. about what you said to me about the broccoli, and that's why I'll mm. I'll literally pack a juice. I'll I always make whenever I make a juice, I make sure I make some for the kids and my husband, and I literally put a whole pack of kale in there or half a pack of spinach, and I load it up with so much goodness, but I hide it all, as I said, with the good stuff, you know, pear, apple, pineapple. Oh God, you, I so need you to never know. Kids, yeah, I get my two-year-old awful. loves it. Yeah. It's only if I put a bit of ginger it. in there that she starts giving me the funny look. So when I make it for a nail, I try to leave the ginger out. And again, I don't juice every single day, um, but I try to make sure that it is a part of my life weekly, but it doesn't have to be every single day. And some people, you know, they'll once a year or twice a year, they'll do a bit of a juice detox and it might be three days or five days. And it's just a really good way of giving your whole body a bit of a break, you know, having a clean out and not putting any rubbish into your body Mm. and just seeing, watch how your body responds. It's amazing to see what the body does. It's brilliant. It's so healing as well. Love it. I'm on it. Kindness and gratitude. Are you kind to yourself? Uh, 90% of the time, yes. Oh, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I try to be. I'm definitely kinder to myself uh, as a 42-year-old woman than I was, you know, in my 20s, even early 30s. So I think um, I try not to – and in fact, whenever I'm – I hate – that thing where you try to give people advice, but you don't want to sound like a hypocrite. So I just try to speak about what works for me. And I I always say to people what I've, what works for me and what I've stopped doing is beating myself up about things. Like give, give yourself a break, you know, to your Mm -hmm. point, like we're all human. We're not perfect. We're all trying to figure this thing out called life. The whole point of life is to learn and to grow. So that, and to learn and to grow, unfortunately, we do have to make mistakes along the way. That's how we learn these lessons in life. And I think that that's a continuous journey, that whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you're, you'll always be on a learning curve. So I try not to give myself a hard time. I try to forgive myself um, for mistakes that I've made and things that I don't get right. Um, and I think that it's an, it's an important relationship, the one that we have with ourselves, because it has a knock-on effect to the relationships that we have with the people that we love the most and people around us, how totally. we treat ourselves. 
ourselves. It starts with us. And that's why mm. I've, tr I've changed the word selfish to self-love. Because I used to go to Jason Vale's juicing retreat, for example, and, and I'd say to my, my other half, oh, it's my five days to be a bit selfish. And he was the one that actually said to me, well, why don't you look at it like five days of self-love? Because when you go there and you do something kind to yourself or you're good to yourself, you feel better. You come back, you, you're more patient, you're a better mum because you've done something that's helping you feel good. So change the word selfish to self-love. and um, It's really, really, it's really, really interesting. You know, my therapist said to me, you should change the way you look at the concept self-centered. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's an awful thing to be self-centered. He was like, is it? Self-centered is different to selfish. Yourself right. should be at the center of your world and you should make decisions. And that's not selfish decisions. Mm. That's decisions that are based around looking after the self mm. for not only you, but for your children and for your family and to show your children boundaries and show yes. children the importance of of maintaining that relationship yes. and it, you know it was something that I really sort of fought with him about I was like no and it doesn't feel right as a mother it mm. doesn't feel it feels like that's a step too far like I kind of get the um I get the idea of of needing to take you know a bath for a few minutes um, mm. of of eating the right foods etc that kind of gas mask on but mm. fundamentally you know really sort of protecting yourself in that way is you know I think it's something that we we're always just a little bit nervous of where that sort of where that boundary lay as women particularly and yeah. uh and I think you've you've got to kind of constantly to your point about kindness you've got to constantly sort of keep questioning that and working on that and developing that because if, yeah if you don't take care of you you know who who else is going to take care of you better than you taking care of yourself yeah you know and it, the, the ripple effect of that is really powerful and the the negative the negative um you know response is 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 worse isn't it because yeah. if you don't take care of yourself and you're not in a good place then the people that you love are the ones that suffer and i've i've seen that you know when i'm not in a good space or a good headspace or i'm not feeling good i'm not as nice i'm more irritable no, i'm not great. as patient um not as productive and that's not what I want my children to see. I want them to see me. Um, and, and you know, if they if they have to miss me for a couple of days because I'm doing something that makes me a better parent, then so be it. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with you. And your other your other thing on your well being um, toolkit is ditching the guilt, which which sort of fits into this, yeah. doesn't it? But the eighty the eighty twenty rule, and you. You do sort of, you know, good during the weekend, slacking off a bit at the weekend, don't you? Isn't that what Madonna oh, yeah. used to do? I always used to think that was her I'm rule. Not, I'm not sure, but it's a great rule and it makes it sense. A good rule. I think because we How are... How mad do you go on a weekend then? Quite mad. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely make up for it, put it that way. Well, fair enough. Here's the thing. I think when you, uh, when Monday to Friday you are struggling with, I don't know, whether you should eat the chocolate or have another glass of wine or whether you should have the crisps and you've got that annoying little voice that crops up in your head. I think it's just a lot, I mean, and everyone's different, but for me it's a lot easier if I've set myself 
the rule. And at the moment, I'll be honest with you, that rule is not happening right now. And I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> the but, rule happens in an 80-20 well, format as actually, well. Actually, I will tell you what it is. We've had the summer holidays, right? And for me, again, this is where you have to be a bit yeah. flexible with your own routine. Yeah. Summer holidays, routine's kind of gone out of the window. And, and it's only the last week, I would say, of you know, the children being at school, that my routine is coming back again. And that's yeah. okay. You know, that's life. And you've got to go, kind of go with the flow with, with life. And, and that's just the way it is. So let's just say on a good week when everybody's routine is happening and it's all working. Yeah, Monday to Friday, I'm just on it. I eat well. I work hard. I work out. And then Friday night comes and, you know, it's, it's you know, I'll have a gin and tonic. I'll open a bottle of wine. I'll eat my crisps. I'll order takeaways. I'll do whatever. And I don't put a limit on it. As in, you know, I'm not like, right, I'm going to allow myself one package of crisps on Saturday. No, it's just a bit like, just just be in the moment, be present, allow yourself that time off and have fun. Because that is, life is, you know, you have to have fun. And that is balance. And then, you know, you're like, because it's cool, because on Monday... I'll be back on it again with my smoothies yeah. and my juicing and, you know, my working out and taking my supplements. So it's all good. Yeah. Well, it's more fun having the gin and tonic or three on a Friday if you've not had it all week anyway. Yeah. It? So you really yeah, look I'm, forward to it. Yeah, you do that Friday night feeling for sure. But I have to say, I'm not one of these people that's so rigid that if it was Wednesday and I fancied a glass of wine with my dinner, then I might do that. I'm not rigid in it, but I'm just saying as a general rule, 95% of the time, this is what works for me and gives me some structure and enables me to have a bit of discipline and to have boundaries. That's what I need. If I don't have boundaries, then that's when you have mood swings and highs and lows and I lose that that calm I was talking to you about before, you know, trying to remain in that state of calm, I'll lose that a lot quicker if I don't have some routine. I get you. You're 80-20 yeah. about the 80-20, aren't yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it gives you a lot of freeway. I like it. Well, I like it. Yeah. I like it. For sure. You know, I'm, my own, I'm my own boss. You are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and, and, of course, in the well-being toolkit of yours are your supplements, which, we, which we've spoken about a little bit. But just, te- just tell us now the five the five supplements that you have, what they do, and also where people can get them from. Okay, well, at the moment, the supplements are exclusive to NobleBlue.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that may change, but at the moment, exclusive to the website. And we've started with five supplements balance, immunity, beauty, energy, and focus, because we feel that these cover lots of different things. And I guess concerns for most people, I think when we talked earlier about focus, I think that's such an important one for people, particularly with all the juggling that everybody is doing and trying to stay kind of, you know, alert and yeah, brain functionality is so Mm. important. So that one's fantastic. Energy again, not only does it assist with working out, but also, you know, recovery, which every trainer will tell you resting and recovery is just as important as the working out. Mm -hmm. And then beauty for obvious reasons, you know, beauty is not just skin deep. And as much as we love, you know, to have our hair and our makeup done, it's important to take care of our hair, our skin and our nails and to, to give, to support the body in creating um, collagen and to have healthy skin and all of these things. We need to support the body to do that. Um, and immunity for obvious reasons, because I think that the last t- two years has taught us that we need to 
you know, prepare the body as best we can to fight off anything that it needs to fight. So immunity felt like a really important one and one that I take religiously. And all of the supplements, immunity is the one I do not like to miss. And then, of course, balance, because I think all of us um, needs, you know, to support our physical and emotional well-being. And, of course, there's lots of friendly bacteria and digestive enzymes in there, which is important. And just to create that state of calm. So I feel like all five of them touch on different aspects of our life and support us in different ways. And can you take all five together? You can take all five in a day, yeah. but a bit like food, and this is another way I kind of break it down to people, it's like you wouldn't necessarily eat all your fruit and vegetables in one sitting. Mm -hmm. And a bit like how you might have a banana or some blueberries or whatever in the morning and then you'll have I don't know some salad at lunch and then you might have some greens in the evening I like to 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 spread it out throughout the day because I don't like to overwhelm the body and the body likes to focus on breaking down one thing at a time yeah and that's why for me it does work in the morning with you know as I said energy and immunity and then in the afternoon it might be beauty and or sorry, lunchtime, it might be beauty and balance. And then in the afternoon, focus. So, and everybody's different and everybody's concerns and needs are different. So yeah. you can tailor it to suit your lifestyle as and, how, as and when you need it. Listen, I really, really wish you the very best of luck with this. Not because I, just because I think that, you, you know, the, these are a really cool range of supplements, but also because... Oh, I think that it's really it really makes me happy when someone like yourself who is strong but real is a real kind of uh, face for I don't know the well-being community for want of a better concept. Oh, thank you. I do That's because so cool. I think you know for a long time we've sort of associated well-being with you know a super evangelist set of unreal expectations and um and poster girls for it. And look, clearly you are stunning and super successful, but you also have this really, um, this really sort of approached, approachable, balanced personality that I think, and I hope people relate to and therefore, you know, can kind of get involved in your mission even more so. And I think... Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. No, seriously, I think it's, um, I think it's, you're, you're, you're doing an amazing thing. So... Best oh, of luck with it. You. And I appreciate and so you. you coming on. <laughs> thank I you. Sleep, I sleep with you next to me every night. Oh, it's been said before. <laughs> <laughs> you are my perfect night's sleep. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. I love that. <laughs> what a testimonial. Wowza. I've been a fan for many, many years. <laughs> like so thank it. you so much. Yes, I have. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> I love your pillow mist as well. That's another favourite of mine. Good, good. Keep Gorgeous. it coming. I love it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely to talk to you. You take care. Bye. Hey.